Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, sorry, non-ignoramuses only. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. We're talking during the show that uh, people who have absolutely no idea, no clue about government and how it works, Mm. civics, taxes, the idea that they should vote is, uh, well, it's it's indefensible. Well, it's because uh, presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy, is that how you say his name? Yeah, more or less, yeah. Uh, his biggest applause line when he's doing his campaigning for president, he wants to be the Republican nominee, is when he talks about raising the voting age to 25 or wow. having some sort of civic test, at least, before you vote. What's the argument for just letting anybody over a certain age vote? There's like you, you don't have to qualify in any way whatsoever. Well, um, our founding fathers states. had requirements. Now their requirements, I'm not cool with landed white males. Right, but, but they also learned Latin by the time they were eight. I mean, they were intimately acquainted with political theory and history and the rest of it. The white male thing obviously is, you know, a non-starter. But oh, sure, but the landed thing was. To have some skin in the game. It matters to me. Right. Or at least, again, back to our premise, a clue what the hell is going on. Now, there's a history of the so-called poll tests being used discriminatorily and, and in a racist fashion. But, you know, you could say that about, you know, a hundred different things. Chains were used to, uh, you know, enslave people. 
Well, that doesn't mean I'm not going to use a chain to, like, lock my bike, okay? To put, put, to put corn pop in his place. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so what about the idea of uh, 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 an enlightened, completely non-racist uh, poll test? How crazy is that? Oh, and I'm I'm fine with, like, really simple questions. Like, I decided back when I used to go to festivals all the time, back when I didn't have kids and I was uh, drinking a lot, I loved the festival on the weekend. So I'd go to your asparagus festival or your, you know, honeybee festival or whatever. But I noticed quite quickly that if they had an entry fee at all, even if it was a dollar, how much better the crowd would be. Literally one dollar. How much cleaner the porta potties would be, fewer fights, less trash. You just eliminated, like, the very lowest common denominator by charging anything. That's what I want to do with some sort of requirement to vote. Can you name the current president and vice president? Can you name the three branches of government? If you didn't bother to study that, even if you didn't know it from before, then don't vote. Yeah. Nobody wants you to vote. Well, the Democratic Party does. But anyway. You don't have to explain the Commerce Clause. What are the three branches of government? Period. So here's a little of that uh, delightful young person on the this is, uh, entirely young people, I think, in this video, but uh, young people on the street asking civics questions. What is the capital of the United States? The capital of the United States? Mm-hmm. Madison. What year did America gain its independence? Uh, it, it's not 1942. Who did America gain its independence from? Christopher Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> What major document was signed at the Constitutional Convention? Declaration of Independence. In what city did American colonists throw tea into the harbor to protest? It's it's England, right? Where was the Vietnam War fought? (laughs) Uh... Name four of America's founding fathers. Oh, George Washington. Uh Uh-huh. Thomas Edison. (laughs) Oh... Our country is being destroyed by stupid people. That gal who they asked what major document was signed at the Constitutional Convention who said the Declaration of Independence, I let her vote. You know, she was nervous. She didn't understand the context exactly, but she could name the Declaration and knew that it was a major document. You get to vote. How about the capital of the United States is Madison, Wisconsin? (laughs) Fine city, but uh, no, no, it's not. Thomas Edison, a founding father. Jefferson Edison. It's close. I give that person a secondary question. Can you name any one of the original 13 colonies? Is your thumb currently in your ass? (laughs) And can you extract it without assistance? For instance. So is this a Seinfeld clip pretty funny, Michael? Yeah, it's a relatable, definitely. There you go. Okay. There's some. Go. We've been doing this uh, mostly because uh, uh, we usually play comedy bits on the show, and the writers strike. None of the shows are on right now, so we've been grabbing old comedy stuff. So here's a funny. Oh, you're all excited when you get something, right? You bring it in, you open it on the kitchen table, the place of honor for the new arrival. <laughs> you read the instructions, fill out the registration card. You may even join the club of other idiots that have this thing. And then some time goes by, and it slowly begins to dawn on you that maybe you're not going to be quite as keen on drying out fruit and storing it in your basement. (laughs) So what do you do? You have to demote it. 
Objects start the highest level, visible in a living area. From there, it goes down to a closet, cupboard or drawer. That's why we have those, so we don't have to see all of the huge mistakes we have made. <laughs> From the closet, it goes to the garage, one of the longest phases in trashification. <laughs> no object has ever made it out of the garage and back into the house. <laughs> the word garage seems to be a form of the word garbage. That's some good observational humor. Uh, golfers are, are familiar with the, uh, the situation where you have like a barrel full or bag full of old drivers in your garage as if they're going to like improve themselves, <laughs> as if they're going to heal and get better and you will like them again. Yeah, I never bought into that. What was that woman uh, that sparked that whole thing where if it doesn't give you joy, you throw it out? Marie, Marie Kondo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, well, remember the funny punchline to that is that she had kids, and then all of a sudden she decided that was all a bunch of crap. Yeah, she but, put out videos saying, I'm too freaking busy to deal with that crap. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do, she is right, or closer to right than I am with the, if you're not going to use this thing again, get rid of it. But yeah. we, we have this weird tendency, like he just said, we don't want to acknowledge all our mistakes. Is that it? I spent money on this, so I don't want to get rid of it, but... Man, the amount of crap that a person keeps around that you're never going to use or wear again or whatever. It's weird. I know. I'm trying to be better at that. And and so when you actually get up the will to do that and get rid of stuff you don't need, it feels fantastic. But there's something in the human that has something of value and you don't want it to go away, even if you just don't need it anymore. Sometimes it's the, the what it meant at the time. Like I've got some... Uh, speakers from my old stereo that I had in high school that I just, they haven't had sound go through them in many decades. Wow. And, but it just, you know, it's, those are my speakers in my bedroom in high school. I mean, it was like my closest friend. Um, just, so what am I yeah. doing? Wow. That's a conundrum. Not worth anything. They're not used for anything. I think that's why some stuff hangs around. Getting back to golf clubs, uh, my, my friend Rob, he has this theory that uh, with putters, if you're putting poorly, you've got to bench your putter. you just got to put it in the garage to let it know what's going to happen if it doesn't come around. <laughs> and you put another putter in play for a while. Then you go back to your original putter, and you just see whether it hasn't come correct. And wow. it usually does. You go for a younger, thinner putter? Send it a message. <laughs> oh, that was hurtful. Oh, my. Oh, inappropriate. <laughs> Probably. Well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.